What's good, Denver? What's good, Denver? How are you? Uh, welcome to our new podcast. This is episode zero of What's Good Denver. And this is going to be a culture and events discovery show with me. My name's Ryan, Troy, Tom, and Olivia. And what we hope to do here on this episode is just kind of introduce ourselves to you. Um, talk about what this podcast will be and this podcast will evolve. As, as time goes on, you know, we'll add different elements to the show. But largely what we're thinking is this probably a 15 or 20 minute show? We'll publish it weekly of kind of what's on tap for the following week. And each of us will kind of bring different elements to the table. We'll bring um, different products. We'll do art um, art launches. No, it's more like uh, art openings, restaurant openings, stuff to do for your family, stuff to do with your parents, stuff to do with your grandparents. We'll find fun things that's going on in Denver specifically and share them here. So I'll talk a little bit about myself. Um, my name's Ryan. I, I'm a married guy. I've got two teenage kids. Uh, in a former life, I was a musician. I like martial arts. I, I love everything outdoorsy. I'm actually from Colorado. So as far as time spent in Colorado, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold the record here for this group. Um, I, I'm really excited about learning more about our city and also share some of my favorite spots. Um, so you can expect uh, it's probably sporting events. Um, like I mentioned, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about stuff you can do with your family. I'm especially sensitive for free events that you can do with little kids because everybody's always looking to get out of the house with their with their kids. Um, I'm interested in cultural openings as far as like arts, uh, music. Of course, I don't get out so much, uh, but when I do, it's usually in kind of small clubs and theaters. I'm not a big uh, arena guy. As much as I love Red Rocks to death, it's kind of too many people for me. So you could probably, uh, you can, you could probably expect some stuff off the beaten path. Probably a lot of neighborhood bars, things like that. Um, I'll pass it off to Tom here. Tom, how are you? Maybe you start off uh, with this with this introduction to your time in Denver. Maybe some of the stuff you're going to introduce to our audience here. Of course. What's good, Ryan? I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to talk on the show. So really excited what, about what we're going to do, sharing some cool new experiences, places, venues, art, whatever it's going to be um, on What's Good Denver. So I haven't been here quite as long as you. I'm originally from New Jersey, but I have been in Colorado for a while. So I'm pretty well tapped into the nightlife scene and what's going on around town um, in terms of music, uh, food, culture, live events, anything. So um, I moved out to Colorado in 2014 when I attended Colorado State University up in Fort Collins. Um, and since then, I've pretty much only wanted to be here, not back in New Jersey. <laughs> so um, then I moved to Denver back in 2020. So I've been here for about a little over three years, I would say, three-ish years. I don't know. Mid-COVID is when I got out here. Um, but since then, I've been pretty tapped into what's going on around town. I'm really excited to share some um, insights on the music scene around town, nightlife, uh, 
also the food scene that we got going on because there's so much good food in Denver and me and my friends love to eat. So that's hey, what Tom, I'm excited to talk about. Oh yeah. Tom, Tom, how'd you, how'd you escape New Jersey with, without an accent? <laughs> well, uh, everyone in the generation before me has the accent, but most people <laughs> my age actually lost it just because, you know, everyone's parents are from New York city and they've long moved to New Jersey, but, um, New York is where the accent starts. And if you're born in New Jersey, a lot of times people, my age, especially my generation, they lost the accent. So I'm clean. You know, when I come out here, people can't really tell I'm from New Jersey until maybe, you know, it gets a little late, I get a little tired or I get a little angry and then they might be able to tell um, just a little bit. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great to hear your perspective because uh, Tom also is well keyed into EDM scene here in Denver, uh, particularly with kind of the local clubs and also is an insane snowboarder. So I hope to hear a yes. lot of a lot of stuff about that. I also want to okay, I want to pass it off to Troy. And Troy's going to get uh, a shorter introduction because Troy's in San Diego. He's our San Diego connection <laughs> dropping in <laughs> with production. So, so Troy, um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Ryan. What's good, everybody? Uh, my name's Troy. Um, I'm not located in Denver. I'm actually located in San Diego. Um, I've actually never even been to Denver, but I'm still going to talk about stuff. And um, if you're listening and you're not from Denver, then you're just like me. We're here to learn. We're here to learn about the culture, the city, cool things to do, and what's happening. And I'll also provide some uh, miscellaneous information on what's going on in my life and other events around town and around the world. And awesome. I'll pass it on to Olivia from here. You know, also to be mentioned is that uh, we're going to do What's Good San Diego next, and it'll be the three of us producing Troy's monologue about what's what to do in San Diego. So keep an eye out for that well, podcast. <laughs> we, we love it. We love that. Thanks. Coming up next. <laughs> Hey, Olivia. Hey, what's good? Not a whole lot. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I am from Colorado on the Western Slope. So bringing a little Western Slope action. Um, But I moved to Denver for the first time in 2016. I've been kind of coming and going ever since. So I feel like I'm native to Colorado, but I've come and gone a lot. So I'm really sensitive to providing like community resources to people who might find it kind of difficult to plug into Denver, if that makes sense. You bet. Um, I am in the queer community, so I love shouting out those events and making sure my community is taken care of. I'm really into upcycled fashion and sustainability in general. So I love a good vintage pop-up and building community like that. And I'm also a visual artist, so I like tapping into that community. That's amazing. Quick question. When you were a kid, being a Denver kid myself, what was your perception of Denver growing up? Oh, it was a big city for us. It's where people grew up and moved to. (laughs) Was that aspirational? Were you like, one day I'm getting to Denver? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was basically anywhere but Grand Junction, which is where I grew up. But uh, yeah, I definitely looked forward to moving to Denver when I was a kid. 
you bet. Uh, Grand Junction is a beautiful, beautiful city. With, it's right next to the National Monument. Amazing mountain biking out there. But it's also known to be kind of a conservative bastion of Colorado. Growing up in the in the queer community out there, how was that? I mean, when I was a kid, we didn't really have much of a queer community. There was kind of <laughs> one, you know, bar that was known to be for the community, but I was a kid. And uh, yeah, it was a bit different. It wasn't as inviting. I think it's changed a lot since I've grown up. I know people who still live there who feel, you know, represented and safe in a way we weren't, but it was not the best place to grow up a queer kid. Challenging, I'm sure. I remember a buddy of mine actually went to Mesa State College, and there was this wonderful guy named Andy who had like an African herbs and art shop. And he would host like drum circles and like, you know, burn incense and sell candles. It was that kind of place. It was awesome. But like, he was like the cultural hub. It was really cool. And the college kids really graduated to, or gravitated to it. Okay. It was really neat. Cool. Yeah, this is going to be a fun podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. And kind of pre-production to the show, we've decided to veer away from any kind of political issues as much as possible. <laughs> and anything radically... Um, I would say confrontational or uh, anything to bring bad energy. I think I think all of us here want to want to have something really cool for the city, something cool that that our, our friends and family would really enjoy without like having to delve into like AM radio type banter or or anything else that's being covered by um, other podcasts. And there's certainly some good local political type shows, you know. <laughs> And so we might be intentional of, of staying out of some of that arena. Not that we're scared of it, but I just don't think that'll be this kind of show. Uh, but you never know where we'll go. I think we're all in kind of unison that art and culture is, a, is something we really want to promote in music. Um, maybe give shout out to our friends that are doing like really cool things business-wise, whether they have openings or new product launches. Um, be able to do some interviews of people that are doing stuff locally. I think will be really fun. Um, as best we can, we're going to record the show in one room. So uh, we've we've got a spot at, at the taxi building off Rigsby Court, if you're familiar with the area, just west of Rhino across the Platte River. So as best we can, we'll do it. We'll we'll be in one room. We'll we'll add video to the show. We're probably going to do some snippets and some um, I don't know what they're calling the YouTube shorts. I think that's what it is, and get some videos going and and hopefully have a lot of fun with this show. Um, it should be cool. So let's see, I, we could probably wrap it up there unless we want to go into some events. I mean, we could, we could probably publish it this week and, and get out some events. What do you guys think? Should we add some events or should we just wrap it here for episode zero? I, I could talk real quick and just to say, I'm super excited. We got the OG Denver perspective with the secret spots, the the well-known and the not well-known locations through Ryan. From me, we're going to get the out-of-state moving into Denver perspective. And from Olivia, we're going to get the born in Colorado, but still new to Denver, moved here later on in life perspective. So that's pretty exciting. And Troy is going to be our man behind the scenes running everything. So I think we got a pretty good setup here. But I got a couple of things, Ryan, if we want to, if we're going to put this out this week, I got a few things that are going on this weekend. If we want to learn about nightlife and I also got a sweet food recommendation if anyone's interested. So Let, let's do it. Let's do it. What do you got, Tom? 
Well, just to just to break into the nightlife scene, it's Pretty Lights weekend in Denver. So Pretty Lights coming back off of a who knows how many year hiatus, maybe like seven or eight years. He just disappeared. Everyone loved him. He was at the top of the dance music scene. And Denver is uh, one of his biggest markets. So he's starting off the new tour, the return tour here at Mission Ballroom with a three-day stint, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all sold out within seconds. He's even doing next weekend, three days at Dylan Amphitheater, also sold out within seconds. So you could tell how much people are excited to have him back. Um, that's the biggest thing going on here this weekend. Red Rocks, we got Friday, the front bottoms. And Saturday, we got 7 a.m. yoga on the rocks, if you're trying to wake up. And then Saturday night, Boy Genius, who I am not too familiar with. And Sunday, Joe Bonamassa. I don't know Saturday or Sunday's crew at Red Rocks too well, but that's what's going on over there. Um, in the food scene, something that everybody's got to check out. It's a somewhat new spot, Bao Brew House. Has anyone heard of it? Anyone, Ryan? No. What is it called? Bao? No. Bao Brew House. It is dope. It's super cool. Tuesday nights, all you can eat dumplings from 5 p.m. to close. And then once a month, they do an event called Bao Buns and Boogies where they're going to just be playing house music all night. This place is also basically a club. Like they turn it into a club at night. They're doing house music all night with free bow bones for everyone in attendance coming out at midnight. And then um, also they're doing some other good deals, late night date nights from Thursday to Saturday. They're serving food till midnight. Also basically turns into a club after that. So it's a great spot to be. And then, Every day, lunch specials, $8 dim sum lunch special. It's so good. And it's just a cool atmosphere. And also the fact that they just like gradually transition into a club as you're like finishing your meal is pretty convenient and really fun. So, and it's a brewery as well. Yeah, Bao Brew House, they got everything you can imagine, but they're focusing on that that Asian fling type of food, you know, obviously a little bit Americanized, but they got the awesome dumplings and it's just delicious. The, the events are super fun there. You got to check it out. It's awesome. And we'll also put links um, in the show notes as most, as best we can for all of our suggested recommendations and opportunities for tickets. Also, we'll probably have contact information there. If you would like us to promote your event, we're happy to. Um, and you can reach out in the show notes. How about you, Olivia? You got a couple of things on tap this week? Yeah, I do. So last Friday, I went to this thing called Untitled Artist Takeover at the Dam, which was really cool because a lot of major art institutions don't invite in locals to talk about like how they process that art and local artists as well. And so this last Friday, um, it was about an exhibit that was featuring a lot of Native American culture and Latinx culture. And so there was this chef there named Ben Jacobs, who has a place called Tokabe. It's a Native American eatery. And so I'm so stoked to go there. He's featuring um, 
you know, recipes that he's traveled all over the U.S. and Canada to find and like really connect with those communities. So I'm stoked about that. And then also, have you guys been to a place called Grandma's House on South Broadway? No. Okay. Apparently, a lot of people know about it, but every Saturday night, they do local comedy. And then every Sunday, they do this thing called foul-mouthed cross-stitching. So they got my number. I'm going to do both of those things. (laughs) Foul-mouthed cross-stitching. That's that's amazing. Grandma's house. I love it. Cool. And shout out to Takabe. That place is a Denver institution. These are, it's all fry bread recipes. Although if you go on Friday and Saturdays, they got the Buffalo ribs. They'll do like a a choke cherry jam with the Buffalo ribs. They're absolutely ridiculous in size and so tasty. I I love Tokabe. That's uh, uh, any event that they're sponsoring. And they always are a major sponsor for uh, March powwow. Mm. You got to get the fry bread. Come on. Yeah. I ate too many pieces of it. Uh, uh, One of the owners, Ben, was talking to us about what he does, uh, which was so cool to have the opportunity to hear his stories firsthand. But he had this big bowl of fry bread in front of him, and I was just chowing down. It was great. (laughs) So good. It's so good. It's at 44th and Lowell for people that want to check out uh, Tukabe, Absolute Denver Institution. Amazing. Cool. Um, I'll close this out just with a shout out to a local business that I've been to a couple of times in the last month, which is Samana. Uh, Samana is a float center um, at 25th and uh, Larimer. So if you're familiar with a float tank or a sensory deprivation tank, it's basically a warm bath that you get into. I think at this point, float tanks are pretty ubiquitous as far as people know what it is. Well, years ago, I was really into the floats and doing it pretty regularly. And shout out to Paul and Heather who own Samana. I was talking, they're, they're buddies of mine. And I was talking to Paul and just kind of howling at the moon a little bit. He texts me. He's like, hey, man, I added a couple floats to your, to your account. I like, oh, thank you so much. And so I got back in there and I've been floating um, uh, consistently ever since, you know. And particularly what I like to do is just if I can stay focused and count my breaths in those float tanks, it is the most amazing uh, relaxation technique. You know, if you're into kind of like a, a contemplative or meditation kind of state, it's a pl- great place to practice that. But you you marry that, the silence and stillness and floating of the tank with all the Epsom salts. I swear to God, you come out of there and your voice is like an octave lower. Your, your appreciation for the sights and sound of planet Earth have been enhanced. It's amazing. Um, if you haven't tried a float tank. Uh, Samana is the best float center on planet Earth in there. They were voted that by um, their colleagues. I've gone to float conferences here in Denver and they're they're very, very well regarded. It's absolutely gorgeous. They have visionary art all over the place and it's right in the heart of uh, Rhino Art District. Um, 25th and Larimer, they're kind of like inside a building around a back alley. You kind of got to know about it in order to get in there, but definitely check out Simona Float. You can Google that. If you see Paul or Heather, tell them uh, we sent you and tell them I love them. Uh, and I appreciate the, uh, the floats, guys. Shout out to you guys. Nice. Um, I definitely got to try that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It takes a minute to kind of get, you know, uh, get accustomed to like, what am I doing? Just floating here and in stillness and darkness and silence. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you're doing. (laughs) 
but uh, maybe we'll do a field trip for the podcast and we, we'll do a show after a float tank and it'll be the most chill, melodic podcast we've ever done. <laughs> so yes. that's it. Episode zero. What's good, Denver? Um, really excited about this show. It's going to be awesome. Troy, thanks so much for the production. And Troy also produced the intro and outro. Um, we'll put links to, to everybody's credits and what everybody's working on in the show notes. The show notes will end up being rather robust. So thanks so much for listening and tell your friends if you're in Denver, or you want to learn about um, upcoming events and culture in Denver. That's the show. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Thank you.